The gates to the Rose Garden are now open. Welcome to my world. You are listening to Talk That Talk with Danielle Moneyham, a reflective conversation where I share the lessons I've learned on this journey called life. I don't have all the answers, but I do have plenty of questions. My name is Danielle Moneyham, and this is my love letter to the world, where I let my soul speak. Let's talk. Hey, it's Danielle. Welcome to Talk That Talk. I'm excited to welcome my friend from college that I have not seen in over a decade, yes. Miranda. You. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank now, you. what is your full name? Because on social media, you have a page that has your full name. So, what's yes. your name? So, my name is actually Miranda Thompson. Okay. Um, I started going by Miranda Chanel after my divorce because Chanel is my middle name. So, All no right. matter where life takes me, I'm always going to be Miranda Chanel. Come on, Miranda so, Chanel. <laughs> um, so, I kind of dropped the last name concept, period, because that changes based on where I'm at relationship wise yes but who I am never changes yes and the power of your name listen I'm like Tina you can have a rest I just need my name I just need my <laughs> name so where can people uh connect with Miranda Chanel on social media so you can find me on Facebook moments with Miranda Instagram moments with Miranda and then you can find my ministry page on Facebook and Instagram as babes who know Bible what is Moments with Miranda? So Moments with Miranda is a vlog where we have conversations every week over coffee. And it's a space where we say the things out loud that people usually just think in their heads. Like we have those conversations where we answer tough questions and we relate to people who often feel unrelatable. I think too many times in life we feel like we're walking this road alone. Nobody understands me, nobody hears me, I can't ask for prayer, I can't ask for advice. We live in a space where we scream for transparency but we're embarrassed by our story. Man. And that doesn't work. So um, Moments with Miranda created this platform of let's just have the conversations. Like the best conversations happen over coffee. So clearly, um, so we, we created a space where we could have those conversations and we can have them live, um, in a platform that reaches the world. So I don't care if you're in Uganda or you in a little itty bitty city in New Mexico, we all still have shared experiences that we can discuss. And every single shared experience matters. It does. Like these moments matter. Literally. They so all matter. That's where the concept of moments with Miranda came from. Yep. Because it only takes one moment to completely change your life. Yes. It takes one moment to be seen or to be abandoned. It takes one moment to be loved or to be left. It takes one moment um, for the money to come through or for it to not come through. Ooh. It's that one moment where you say I do. It's that one moment where you sign the license that changes yeah. it. You know what I mean? And so it's those individual moments moments that change who we are and change how life happens and we overlook them or we don't address them and we end up becoming the result of the moments that we don't deal with as a result or um, in spite of who we could become if we would just address what's happening in, in the, the moment. moment yeah just addressing who that's powerful Okay, so in addition to Moments with Miranda, you have Babes Who Know Bible. Yes. What is Babes Who Know Bible? 
So, Babes Who Know Bible is like the dopest new women's ministry to still currently be connected and created. Um, and it's just a space for women to be who they are. Um, I feel like not growing up in church, but getting into church and really wanting to have a relationship and not understanding all the thou arts and thou ours and all of the <laughs> different James. languages. Yeah. Um, church can be scary. Yes. Church has all of these rules and all of these expectations and you got to dress this way and pray that way and wear this or can't wear that. And I wanted to have a space where women could just understand who we are. We could understand that we all have a story and that 99.72% of the time your story is in the Bible somewhere. It is in the Bible somewhere. And we just haven't found it. Yeah. So we lose a lot of battles because we're not equipped to go into them. Yeah. And so um, Babes Who Know Bible creates a space for all different sorts of women. Contrary to what you believe, contrary to whose church you go to, contrary if you just got out of a pulpit or off a pole, it creates a space for you to be a woman and come in and say, this is where I'm at. How do I get to know this Jesus that you talk about? Who yeah. is this God you keep calling God? Yeah. You call him daddy. I ain't have a real daddy. So what in the heck are you talking about this spiritual daddy? Like, what is this? Yeah. And, it, and it's a space where you're okay just as you are. You okay if you marry who gave birth to Jesus or you marry Magdalene? Like, yeah. it doesn't make a difference because they were still both at the cross at the end. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter. And so many times, like, church is a scary place. And if it's the space that's, if ministry is supposed to be the healing space, then that means that we have the power to bring the healing. Life and death is in the power of, of the, the tongue. tongue. That's what the book says. That's what it says. And so it, it allows all women to be teachers. It allows all of us to teach. It allows all of us to learn. It allows all of us to pray. It allows us to take the limits and the barriers and the stigmas off of what women's ministry looks like because it can't really look like anything because we all look different. Yeah. And so um, I just wanted to have a place where I was okay in my brokenness. I was okay bitter. I was okay better. Um, I was okay knowing that this conference had to happen and it needed to be an empowerment conference and you needed to not be mean and empowering at the same time. Because how do those go together? They don't. But okay. People keep taking people's money, selling it that way. Yeah. So um, I wanted to have a space that talked to millennial girls. The stuff that I know I wouldn't say to my mama, but everybody has that bomb auntie that they know they could tell their secrets to. So now you get these everybody is auntie this because I know I can't tell my mama I slept with that boy who she told me don't talk to in the first place but I can tell my auntie mm -hmm. um you know and just having all different generations of women of different backgrounds and different lineages and different levels of knowledge and being able to teach and learn from each other and all still knowing that at the end of the day it really has nothing to do with us but it has everything to do with God everything to do with God I love so many women in the Bible. I'm trying to think of one that I would want to highlight right now. I know in 2018, I said I was on my queen, Esther. I was determined to do it afraid. Mm -hmm. No matter what happened, I was determined yeah. to do it afraid. Um, who is a woman in the Bible that you think you are uh, drawing from in 2020? In the work that you are doing in 2020, who are you channeling? Um, it's so funny because the opposite of Esther is Vashti. 
And Tell she us always gets the bad rap because she was King Ahasuerus' first wife. Okay. So she's the oh, wife she's that the he one. called for. Oh, and yes. she said, I'm not coming. So she's the wife. The king was having a party Correct. per usual. Correct. Called his wife out. She was like, I'm no. not coming. Mm -hmm. And the king's friends right. said, if you don't check her, then what will our wives do? Correct. They're going to think that they can behave the same way that she did. Correct. And so he puts her out. So he puts, the king puts his wife out. Correct. Because then, of what his friends had to say about her behavior. Correct. That's another message, another, another moment day. for another day. <laughs> Correct. But okay. But she is my inner bad girl mm -hmm. because when you do the background research of her, you understand that she came from royalty. Mm. And you also understand that the king was drunk and yes. all his friends were drunk. Yes. And he wanted her to come in here with no clothes on. He wanted to stunt. And prance around yeah. in the crown and nothing else. See? And she said, I'm not coming. Why? Because I already know who I am and I know who you are and you're not going to make me come down to your level. So if I got to go, then I'll go. So that is who I think I have always been. And when you become the person who says, because I know who I am and I'm not willing to come down to be the presentation in your foolishness, then I got to go, then I'm okay being that. And I feel like she always gets a bad rap. And then Esther gets this, you know, oh, well, she came in. Well, she did, but she only did what she was told to do. No, she had a whole, they, her, their journeys were very totally different. different. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, totally different. Very different. So Vashti gets this like, oh, well, the king called for her and she said no. It's not so much that he called for her and she said no. He called for her to be something that she wasn't. Come on. And so she decided to stand in who she was born in. Contrary to who people told her she was supposed to be. Contrary to what her last name was at that moment in time. Exactly. She decided to be who she was from, from the birth. moment she was born. Exactly. Uh, so the um, women in the, there are so many like inspirational stories in the Bible that we don't know about. We correct. don't know that history. We don't know about the roles that women play. But like you said, when you learn about Jesus, you recognize that the women were at the cross and the women were at the tomb. Absolutely. So the women played a very important role. Let's talk about faith. Let's talk about in it. In this journey called life, and we have these incredible moments that add to who we are. Moments that make us super happy mountaintop moments, but then we also have these valley moments that take us to our lowest place. We know that the mountaintops are only as high and are only as beautiful once you recognize how low the valley is. Correct. Like you have to have both. Correct. In order to understand the power of both. But when you are in that valley moment, it is incredibly hard to choose to believe that you will see the mountaintop again. Correct. How do you choose faith when you are faced with realities darkness and sadness all around you how do you choose faith and light over dark in reality oh that was so much um okay so first you have to understand that faith is a choice so and even in beginning the answer of how do you choose faith you choose it consciously 
you choose it every day. You choose it because not choosing it leaves you only with whatever happens. Mm. And so when you decide to commit to faith, when you decide to apply faith, then you open up a window of opportunities that you didn't even know were present. You didn't even know were available to you. You just make a decision that there's got to be more to life than this. It's got to be bigger than this. It's got to be better than this. There has to be more than what I see. And so I'm going to commit to it every day. So how does one, if I say, so let's just say with this mountaintop valley analogy, I'm in this valley. It is dark. It's cold. It's lonely. It's isolating. You're saying that in those moments, I have to choose to believe that there's a way out of this darkness. It is a choice. And I have to choose to turn and walk. Even yes. if I can't see what's in front of me, I need to on purpose move out of this moment. Because here's why. What you can see in the valley, in the dark, is that there's darkness all around you. Yes. So if you sit in it, all you're ever going to see is the darkness that surrounds you. It's never going to change if you decide I'm just going to stay in it. So if I camp out here, of course it's going to be dark. Because that's I, all that's here is darkness. And I recognize that. Because I can see it. Because I can see it. But if I get up and I move, then maybe there's still some other darkness I have to get through. But the truth is that light overtakes darkness. Darkness doesn't overtake light. So if I'm expecting light, I've got to get to a place where the light can overtake the darkness that's here. Or I'm going to stay in this valley experience. But the thing about being in the valley experience is also understanding that there are some things that only grow in the valley. Come on. There are some things that are not going to grow in the mountain or on the mountaintop because the air is too thin up there. Come on. The elements change up there. So we've got to sit sometimes in the valley in order for the stuff that needs to manifest in the dark, that needs to grow in the dark, or needs to die in the dark because we ain't got to enough light for it to get to before we get to the mountaintop to be able to work and to flourish and to thrive in the light sometimes you need to be in the dark sometimes you need the dark you need to be in the dark sometimes because we get to a place in our life where we think we know it all we get to a place where we think we got it all figured out. We don't need no help from nobody. I didn't establish this by myself. I can handle that. Such and such walked out. I didn't came from bankruptcy. Oh, I, I done went through credit repair. I got it. I'm okay. Until you not. And so in those moments of sitting in the dark, that is the time where you figure out who comes out of the dark with me. Mm. What comes out of the dark what, with me? Yes, because there's some stuff you need to leave in the dark. Leave it there. And recognize what died in the darkness. Bury it in the dark. Stop yeah. carrying dead bones. And stop trying to resurrect stuff and that needs to stay dead. Pet Cemetery. If Hello? you've never seen the movie, go watch Pet Cemetery. You will see what happens when you keep trying to bring back something that is dead. And here's the thing, and I say this all the time. Dead stuff stinks. And so when you are walking around like zombies, you think you got it together and everybody else can smell you. You think, oh, okay, I'm beat. No, boo, you washed out. You need some sun. You need some vitamin D. You need something because 
your physical body is now externally showing us your internal struggles. It's showing your physical body is showing me your emotional trauma. It's showing me your spiritual um, depletions. It's showing me on the outside all of the stuff that you got going on on the inside. But because we have been conditioned to look good, sound good, show up, glow up, we don't deal with the fact that outside we act like we walking in the light and we come home in depression and sit in the dark. And it can't. People who know, people who recognize light can tell when you go home and you sit in the dark. Because when you come out, you're bringing that darkness with you. Yes. It's like a shadow. Uh, yes. It's like a shadow. And the the thing, the, the heartbreaking part is so many times when we're in the darkness in those valley moments, we don't recognize the power that we have to move through it. Even if it's circumstances we cannot control, you can control how you move through these circumstances. You don't have to define yourself by it. You don't have to think that this is how it will only be forever and ever. You can realize like it's a faith thing and move. It is a faith thing. And so faith still comes back to, faith is like my current favorite F word, second to probably food. But <laughs> it's, it all comes back to faith. And even in knowing that, okay, I can move through this darkness, sometimes my movement through the darkness is me being yanked by the friendships that I have. It's yeah. being dragged, yeah. kicking and screaming by my family. It's the pull of my finances. Because if I'm in the dark, everything that's connected to me is in the dark. Yes. So if you and I are real friends, then I have enough faith to carry you when you don't. I have enough pull to tell you, okay, you can cry today, but tomorrow we got a plan. Yes. Tomorrow you got to get up. Oh, okay, you don't want to get up tomorrow? That's fine. I'm going to come and sit with you. Yes. Because I'm not willing to allow my real friends to stay in the dark when I know that they have light. And that's it. Not allowing your friends to stay in the dark when you know that they have light. And sometimes visiting them in the dark is just you and your presence. Not you and your toolbox to fix it. Mm -hmm. Not you and your money to try to buy it. Sometimes it's just you and your presence. You bringing light into the darkness with them. Correct. Just you. Correct. Not you and your advice. Because so many times we try, we see that potential, we see that power in somebody, and we want to bring them out of the dark. But if they're not ready, it can, it can, be the, it can have the opposite effect. Because now you, it's like Job and his friends. And his wife. And it, it, uh, Job and everybody. <laughs> like, everybody who was, they did not, they, it's, you want to fix it so bad, but we as humans, we cannot fix it. That's where that faith comes in, too. Correct. When it's like, well, what can you do? We can't do anything but pray. That's it. That's it. But, but the thing is, is that sometimes you're going to be the only Jesus that they get. Yeah. Okay? So, God didn't always have to come in saying stuff. He wasn't always just just spitting these long paradoxical monologues of no, sometimes he just needed to step into the room. You just needed to be in his presence. That's it. And so we think that we got to be the Olivia Pope of everything. And we have to come in with the answers because we can see the answer because we in the light and you in the dark. But the truth of the matter is that everything doesn't always need a quick answer. Sometimes when you're in the dark, you just need somebody to sit with you. When you're grieving, don't come in here with your scriptures. I don't need that. 
If I'm in the middle of a divorce, I don't need you to tell me what the Bible says about marriage. I don't need that. If I'm struggling with depression, now is not the time to start giving me scriptures about, trust me, I have enough on the inside of me to know who God is and what he says. However, I can't see it because it's dark. So just bring your light in here and sit down. Bring a bottle of Moscato with you if you really <laughs> bold. You know you really Communion it with me if, <laughs> if you so choose. Because a part of the faith thing is that it's magnetic. Because spirits transfer yes. and they connect. Yes. And so if I'm in the dark and you are the light, just come in and bring it with you. Just come in and remind me that I got a good girlfriend who's still watching, who's still praying, who still loves me, when maybe I don't have the strength to do it for myself. If we're going to be like Jesus, the Bible says that he sits on the right hand of God and intercedes on our behalf. Jesus never comes down and says, Miranda, what do you need me to pray for? He just prays. Mm. Stop being so nosy. Mm. I can be on the other side of the world and know to pray for you because I genuinely love you and want to see you do better. God knows if you really are a believer and you believe that he is all powerful and in all places at all times and he's all knowing, then he knows. God, I don't know what you need, but I know you know. She pulling on me. I don't, I don't know if it's finances. I don't know if it's family. I don't know if it's fertility. I don't know if it's just today is the anniversary of something that she went through. It doesn't matter. I don't need to know because you know. So dispatch the angels that you got assigned to her life and let them do their work. Because it ain't no time for us to be idle. They don't have time to sit around trying to catch up on divorce court. Like, there's a work that needs to be done. So put them to work. Because they know. I don't have to know. As a human, I don't have to know. The only thing as a human I can do is show God's love and God's light by bringing my light to you when you are in the dark as a friend. Period. Mm. Period. That is like one of the simplest and hardest, but most tangible ways that to show friendship to a person when they are in the dark. Yeah. Just be there with your light. But you learn that. You learn that. You learn that through, through the moments. <laughs> through the moments. You learn that through the moments. You got to hurt enough friends and you got to be forgiven enough. You got to get enough grace to recognize your attempt to help might actually be harmful. Correct. You got to get that feedback and be reflective enough to say all I can do in my human form. Now, if it's something you can do, you can do it. If it's a service or an act of love, you can do it. But we can only offer our love and light to our friends. Correct. But friendship is a journey, period. Yes, it is. And it's not like the little kid version of friendship of like, oh, you need a brown crayon? I got a brown crayon. We best friends. You want half my peanut butter yeah, sandwich? It don't work like it, that. It doesn't work like that in real life. And so in becoming an adult, like a real live adult, you realize that true friendship is few and far between. And that some of the people that we are closest to are not the people that we think we're closest to. Yes. It, some of our biggest fans are people we never meet. Yes. Some of the people who clap the loudest and support the most are folks who I could walk past in the Target and wouldn't even know it was them. Because there's a genuineness of like, 
I just want you to make it. I just want you to be okay. I just want you to be happy, not contingent upon anything that I have that I can do. There's no envy. There's no strife. There's no comparison. We live in a society where everybody feels like they got to compare themselves to the next person. And so when real friendship and real love is presented, we don't know how to accept it because we've never seen it. We don't know how to accept genuine prayer because we've never experienced it. We don't know how to accept real love because we're so used to the commercialized version. And so now I'm trying to figure out why you're trying to hold my hand in this store because ain't nobody ever tried to hold. Why, why you so touchy-feely? Because we've never experienced it. And so we damage the good that's being presented because we've been traumatized so much before. Whew, and choosing like... Choosing faith on purpose is one of the steps that you have to do in order to address the trauma that either you recognize that you have or even that you don't recognize as trauma, but it's there because it's manifesting through these behaviors. Correct. Like it, it is incredible. This, this faith journey and this faith walk and all of these moments and how they contribute to who we are. But it's, it's amazing that you share your teaching and your message with everybody through your vlog and through Babes Who Know Bible because this is the message and these are the tips that we need to learn every day so that we can, as the Bible says, put on our full armor Correct. every single day. It's these, these messages and moments that help us recognize that we can do it. It's not just something that people in the Bible did right. or that a preacher did or that grandma did. It's something that I can do. Correct. Like Correct. I have the power. Thank you for joining me on today's it's episode. My pleasure. I certainly hope that we will be able to record more in the future. Absolutely. Again, where can people find you on social media? Okay, so Facebook, Moments with Miranda. Instagram, Moments with Miranda. Facebook, Babes Who Know Bible. Instagram, Babes Who Know Bible. <laughs> Thank you so much, Miranda. It was my pleasure. This is Danielle, and I will talk to you later. Bye. All right, superstars, we are all out of time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe, share, review the episodes, tag a friend, talk to me. Visit DanielleMoneyham.com and follow me on social media to stay connected. Your support means the world to me. So thank you for helping my dreams come true. A major lesson that I learned, that I continue to learn, is that although you will experience dark moments in your journey, you can be the light. You have more power than you know. Until we meet again, shine bright.